Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I'm the teacher, Dan. I'm one of the students, Morg. And I'm one of the other students, Devin. And we have begun a new year. It has been a full month since the last episode went up. Uh, it's been quite a month and shift into a new year. Uh, but of course, the only important things we need to talk about on this podcast are related to Sonic the Hedgehog. So, ignoring anything else, and there's quite a bit to ignore, <laughs> uh, we've got two things to quickly go over. First off, it's 2021, uh, the 30th year of Sonic. Woohoo! Happy birthday, Sonic. Happy birthday. Yeah, Sonic, the original Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Genesis came out in 91, which also means it's the 20th anniversary of Sonic Adventure 2, the 15th anniversary of Sonic 06, and the 10th anniversary of Sonic Generations. Hmm. Damn. They just really like to release on... Yeah, like, a lot of big releases come out on the... I think that... I would assume the next game they're planning is to come out this year for the 30th. Hell, even Forces was, like, supposed to be a 25th thing that came out a year or two late. Here's the other bit of news. There was a tweet around, uh, let me see... December 10th of last year, uh, posted by Netflix, advertising a, uh, an upcoming 3D animated Sonic series, uh, by Wild Brain and Man of Action that was then immediately deleted. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. More like Man of No Action. Yeah. Like, hey... Like, this is from a verified account, NX on Netflix. Uh, my only guess is, like, maybe it is in development, maybe it isn't. But either way, this was, like, a scheduled tweet and they forgot to, like, delete it ahead of time. Yeah, maybe it was, like, all the COVID shit maybe, like, delayed stuff. Yeah, Probably. But uh, what the tweet said was, Rings? Check. Sneakers? Check. Speed? Sonic. Sega's legendary video game icon, Sonic the Hedgehog, races onto Netflix in a new 3D animated series from Sega, at Sega, at Wild Brain HQ, and at Man of Action Ent, premiering in 2022. Hmm. Oh, I mean, you know. They still have a year. (laughs) They got time. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll have to check in two years from now. Or whenever the next update on that is posted. Or one year from now, if it's early 22. Oh my god, I forgot it's 2021. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Morg, you said that and my brain had to process and I didn't want to sound like an idiot. I, oh <laughs> I thought that might have happened. That's why I was just gonna let it sit there for a second. I was like, they probably forgot. 
I constantly I, forget. At work, I have to, like, cross out dates all the time. I'm like, no, it's not January 2020. No. Uh, so, some... So, uh, Man of Action, their uh, previous big uh, show was this uh, Mega Man cartoon that nobody remembers that came out, like, four or five years ago. There's Sorry, a, what? There's a, there's a Mega, Mega Man? Man? What? Yeah, there was a. You don't mean made... like Anti Warrior or anything, right? No, uh, it was okay. a relatively recent Mega Man cartoon. When I say <gasps> relatively, I mean like a couple years back. That I don't think anyone has remembered or cared about, but very much exists and it was basically Ben 10. Yo! No. Mega Man. I know there's like um a Pac Man cartoon. Actually, let me just check for real. August 2018. This was... Oh my god. 2018. Man, this looks bad. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, Looking at there. I gotta see. I don't like looking at his face. I don't. I'm just surprised no one... I'm surprised no one in, like, my circles made fun of it, you know? Like, usually if something looks like shit and is based on a property like that, it's, yeah, like, like, made fun of. Like, I people mean, I... talked about it when it first came out, and then everyone Are forgot sure? about it. <laughs> Man. TV show cast. Interesting. Mega Man fully charged. Fully charged. Yeah. Damn. Boy, oh boy. Well, I guess there's a reason no one talks about this. This thing doesn't look like it made any impact at all. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, other stuff they've done, like I said, they did Ben 10. Uh, they did one of the Spider-Man cartoons. Started uh, and divisive what it did. They did, uh... That than I'd like to admit. Yeah, uh... As far as Wild Brain, they're more of, like, a sort of, like, parent company who, uh, are behind things like, uh... Like, they own Peanuts, they own Strawberry Shortcake, they own the company that made Teletubbies, they own, uh... I they, didn't know those were all the same company. I mean, oh, they, I mean, they own, they all, they, it owns all those companies. Like, oh, okay. It owns Cookie Jar, which is like all of Deke Entertainment. So I guess we're relatively familiar in that regard. So uh, there is a possibility of a Ben 10 Strawberry Shortcake crossover. God. Maybe. I'm now imagining the fighting game that stars Ben 10, the Peanuts, and Strawberry Shortcake. Yeah. Damn, that sounds great, actually. <laughs> you know I'm thinking about it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Put Ben 10 in Smash. They, they make a lot of cartoons. Uh, so. Uh, but... We're not here to talk about cartoons. We're here to talk about comic books. 
specifically comic books that came out in the United Kingdom across the 90s. Uh, we are finally talking about Sonic the Comic. No more Stay Sonic. Wow, this yeah. Sonic looks kind of wonky. Yeah, there's, I mean, these early issues, there's like a whole bunch of different artists and like, some of them look pretty good, some of them look sort of, eh. They'll, like, Sonic the Comic is, like, one of the ones that really genuinely gets good, but first we've got to get through this, like, first year or so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, speaking of which, I wanted to, uh, issue some corrections. Uh, first... Mark Miller, who is one of the writers of this comic, did not write, uh, is not Rob Liefeld. I thought Mark Miller and Rob Liefeld were the same person. They're not. But, uh, Mark Miller is, uh, famous for writing various superhero comics, including Kick-Ass, various, uh, Big Two productions. Uh, hmm. he's from Scotland and he's also pro-Brexit. Uh, ah. Uh, there's, and the other thing is, we talked at some point about Right Said Fred, and I forgot, like, their most famous thing, which is, they made the, they, they're the ones behind the song Too Sexy. Too sexy for my shirt. Yeah. Too yeah. sexy for my clothes. Yeah. Uh. Alright. So... Sonic the Comic, at least at this point in the series, is sort of like a mix of, like, a comic book and sort of a gaming magazine. Like, it's divided up into uh, four comics. The first one is always a Sonic comic, and the next three are usually about other Sega properties. Sometimes there's a backup Sonic story. Uh, for instance, in the first couple issues... uh. There's a Sonic comic, there's Shinobi, a Golden Axe comic, and Wonder Boy. Hmm. Uh, between each of these comics are these intervening sections talking about the sort of things that you normally see in a, like a video game magazine. There's like a news section, there's a cheat code section, there's a, there's a review section... It's 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 interesting. Like I I've don't think I've ever seen anything quite like like it. And from what I understand, this wasn't even like a super common structure for comic books in the UK. Like the one thing it like sort of shares with uh UK comics, well, in addition to like actual staff, is that UK comics are very built around being Quick and short, so you can, like, pack multiple stories in one issue. Hmm. Yeah. Just trying to get as much said in, like, as few pages as possible, and it's pretty neat. It's neat. Like, as I mentioned, a lot of people who worked on uh, this also were on 2000 AD, most famous for publishing uh, Judge Dredd comics. Huh. Oh, neat. Uh, yeah. We'll just real quick go over the Sonic comics, and maybe someday we might dedicate time to other stuff. I definitely want to talk about 
decap attack, maybe talk about Shinobi. It looks pretty stylish. So, to start, uh, there's issue two, RoboFox. Uh, in this one, Sonic, uh, has to deal with Tails, who has been turned into a weird cyborg by Dr. Dr. Robotnik. He has funny robot tails, too. Yeah. Yeah, the... In this art, like, his tails are encased in the... In, like, metal. Mm-hmm. Uh... Throughout seems... this... <laughs> Sorry, robotification seems very temporary, at least in this comic. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's per... In most Western continuities, it's permanent, but in lo- more lighthearted or, or like non-American stuff, it's usually just you break it, they get out. Uh, so yeah, uh, notable in this comic also is just Sonic wearing shades a lot because he's cool. Uh, Sick. Yeah, he tries out. To- You're damn right he is. Also, his shoes got fucked up. Yeah, he tried on a new pair of, of shoes, but they got broken, so he has... So after the fight, he just goes back to his old ones. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, moving on to... Uh, let me see. Issue 3. Uh, like I said, I'm just gonna try to go through these in a relatively brisk pace. Uh... This one takes place in the Marble Zone and has a noticeably different artist. Uh, oh, let yeah. Me check. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find the credits. Uh, shit, I don't see them in this issue, but they're usually in the margins. But this artist is very different. It's much more of a, like, shinier style. The first one's sort of a very basic style, uh... Let me just check. The first issue was, I think, was the first issue also drawn by Mark Miller? Uh, no, the, wait, yeah, the art in this, the first issue, second issue, I should say, was Woodrow Phoenix, but, oh, I forgot to mention the little bit of backstory about Mark Miller working on Sonic Comics. Uh, Mark Miller it was, like, mostly working with, like, bigger things like 2000 AD, uh, Marvel, DC, and so on. But, uh, he took on, he was commissioned to, he took on work for the Sonic comic to fund his wedding. <laughs> uh, huh. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Most of his comics are just sort of one-off things, uh, but... A little generic, but they're fine. They're fine. I'm honestly disappointed they aren't more ridiculous. Uh, he, however, he does also end up working on a uh, what am I, what's a, a Streets of Rage comic later on that is <laughs> much much more up his alley. I don't like, know his style specifically. So. It's you know just sort of like. Very, like, 90s comic book sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, very edgy. Uh, very absurd. Like, the Straits of Rage comic isn't necessarily diverge from the lore, mm-hmm. but it does go with it in a heavy way. Like, 
It's about, like, these... These, like, the two good cops, like, quit the force so they can become <laughs> vigilantes. And... All cops are bastards except these two, yeah. I guess, maybe. Yeah. Except these two That's who just want to be vigilantes. Yeah. That, you they know... They just stay as cops, then. But I'll... Yeah, just... You... So you can be cops with even less accountability. Um, Excellent. There, I... Streets of Rage, however, I should note, has one really fun detail, just like the games themselves. And they lean into it a little bit in the comic, which is that if you... The bomb system in Streets of Rage 1 is you call up the only good cop in the entire city to come up over and provide, like, artillery support. The animation is literally him driving up behind you and... Firing a rocket launcher at the enemies. It's <laughs> it's something. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, so, on to our next story. Uh, like I was saying before, before I went on a tangent, uh, this comic's about like, a, about like a little squirrel guy named Tufty... And his sister, Sally Acorn. No relation to American Sally Acorn. <laughs> yeah, she looks way different. Yeah, she looks almost like a girl tails. Yeah. Uh, uh I think, she, yeah, they're both squirrels, but she's got kind of that aesthetic. Uh, Sonic helps him out. He goes into the special zone. Uh. Yeah, Sonic beats up a bunch of badniks, and, like, we get the whole... Th that, that's that's about it for that one. Yeah, it um, seems like um, the brother being saved wanted to be a superhero, too, or whatever. Yeah, and he, yeah. like... He wanted to be... <laughs> he, he grabbed one of Sonic's old pairs of sneakers. Yeah. This comic has the weird thing... Where you can kind of tell that this is written by someone who wanted to do, like, Marvel or, like, DC comics. Because everyone's hands in these are, like, very detailed. And I don't know why I'm focusing specifically on that, but it, like, grabs my attention how detailed yeah. their hands specifically are. <laughs> you know, now that I'm looking at it, yeah, they are kind of surprisingly detailed. Like, I know this like, is kind of... <laughs> Like, it'll just be a shot of, like, a regular cartoon animal, and then there'll just be, like, a photo of, like, a regular hand in the shot, and it keeps, like, messing with me every single time I look at it. Oh, that just reminds yeah. me of that, like, one thing that's like, hey, can you spot the fetish of this artist? And then they have, like, <laughs> a big, like, colorful mouth. Yeah! <laughs> Yoshikagi like, Kira drew these comics. Like, literally. Because <laughs> they look like regular cartoon animals until you get to their hands. And it's like, I'm going to, like, detail each finger, make sure the shading's correct. Like, it's frightening. I feel like Sonic's <laughs> going to reach out on my phone and grab me by my neck. He is. He's, he's got hyper-realistic hands. Hyper-realistic <laughs> <laughs> This is the new Sonic EXE. 
I've had enough of hyper-realistic blood. Catch me with that hyper-realistic finger. But yeah, this is kind of like a problem with like 90 Sonic comics in general is that a lot of the people they get are like, you know, traditional um, tr- traditional comic artists who, being the 90s, mostly work on superhero stuff and thus mostly draw humans. Mm. <laughs> um, yep. Like, eventually, when we get to, like... I'm sure it'll improve at some point in this comic, I don't know. But, like, eventually we get to a point in, like, the American comics where you're getting people who have, like, been drawing Sonic fan art since they were kids. And thus actually know how to draw Sonic. Yeah. That's so funny that, like... I feel like a lot of new stuff now is all gonna be... Like, anything that would come out now. I don't know if any of the comics are still going, but, like, they would be... The ID- the IDW comics are still going strong. Huh. Yeah. They actually, like, released a new miniseries. From what I hear, it was pretty good. I need to catch up. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, the IDW series goes strong. Uh... So, moving on to our next issue, uh, hopping ahead a bit to issue, issue four. Uh, Love this Sonic. Love this robot Sonic. This one's basically about Sonic fighting a robot Sonic, and I think this is, like, another, like, iteration of, like, Sonic, Metal Sonic before Sonic CD came out. I feel like we've gone over one, but I can't be sure. But, like... I think you're right. Yeah. But, like, this, like, interpretation is... It's much more, like... Traditional Western cartoon robot. Yeah. His teeth! He got... (laughs) He does have teeth. He's got a big bolt for a nose. Uh... He has a piggy bank slot. It seems like he, he has a piggy bank coin slot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like part of the thing in this one is like, he's trying to, he's trying to like envelop Sonic and like get his power or whatever. They're all like exoskeletons or something. Uh, Like even Robotnik gets an exoskeleton for himself, which, you know, mm. uh, that's neat. It would be cool if Robotnik did more stuff like that. I, I can think of at least one other time that something where Robotnik, like, just gives himself cool armor instead of, like, a mech. And that's also in a comic. Just an Ian Flynn comic from, like, 2014 or something. Not much else to go over for that one besides that. Um, By the way, just want to mention, if you want some really, really in-depth stuff on this comic... Like, the background, like, the people who worked on it. Like, what it was to, like, read it when you were the target audience, which is to say, a a 12-year-old in the UK circa 1994. Uh, listen to Sonic the Comic the Podcast. I can't recommend it enough. Cool. Our next issue is... Uh, Completely different art style. Yeah. Issue Again. six. Five? Uh, no, issue six. We oh. skipped five. Uh, okay, well, five has a completely different art style. <laughs> yeah. Uh, issue six, uh, 
Attack on the Death Egg. This one, like, it looks way more like the, like, sort of concept art and promotional art you would see for Sonic games. To the point where I'm genuinely concerned there may have been tracing involved. (laughs) 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 Wow. Yeah, like a lot of very identical faces and panels. I suspect there was tracing involved. But, uh, this one's, we see, uh, the sort of like underground laboratory. Uh, as a reminder, this is like, takes a lot from like the whole Sonic Bible story of like Dr. Kentobor and, uh, Sonic, like, like training under him. And all that. Uh, So, in this one, we've got Sonic talking with, like, a computer owned by Dr. Kentibor with sort of his likeness on it. Uh, They have to go and, like, take out the Death Egg, which is... And this continuity is different, because generally it looks... The official design, generally, for the Death Egg is, like... A giant Robotnik head crossed with the Death Star. Whereas this is more the Death Star with egg. an egg. Yeah, just an actual egg. <laughs> uh, eggs, 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 eggs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactamundo. Uh, yeah, this one, not much to say other than, like, Sonic goes onto the Death Egg with tails and they fight... Uh, Silver Sonic. At least I think that's his name. I I never... I think this guy's Silver Sonic. He's like the like next to last boss you fight in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It says Mega it Droid. Ex- See the Sonic oh. the Hedgehog game too. Mega Droid. Oh. oh, Mega Droid is... Oh, I forgot to explain who Mega Droid is. Uh, so this comic has a mascot. Sonic the comic itself. Oh. Uh, He's called Megadroid. He's like... He's basically an anthropomorphized Sega Genesis robot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Megadroid is commenting that. Yeah. Oh. Like, like, whenever, like... Whenever they want to put, like, an author's note or whatever, they have Megadroid do it as the sort of mascot character of the comic. Okay. That makes makes sense. I thought Megadroid... What's the name of the Silver Robot Hedgehog? Yeah. No, the Silver Robot Hedgehog, I think, is named Silver Sonic. Uh, But I'm not 100% sure. Anyways. uh, But yeah, Megadroid is, like, the mascot in, like... Because this is 90s UK comic by, like, 2000 AD writers, he's got sort of, like, a sort of snark. He, like, makes jokes... Apparently this, like, had an influence on, like, other UK comics at the time. Like, there was this, uh, Transformers comic in the UK, which had a similar thing where, like, Starscream would, like, like, answer questions in character. But, like, the problem was, like, Megadroid is, like, Megadroid is more like the cool adult, whereas Starscream in that is more like just an asshole. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I pictured Megadroid as um, 
the the tsunami guy, um, Tom. Uh, he does look kind of like Tom. Yeah. Oh, does he? That's funny. Bit. I just because yeah, I he's Tom's on... kind of like a cool, like adult ish dude, just like giving you. Who tells you it's cool to watch anime? Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, yeah. you want to check out this anime? You know, he is sort of like a proto Tom. Yeah, you can see him on, like, page two of every issue. He's in, like, one of the corners. Huh. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's basically it for issue six. So, let's hop ahead to... Do I have these in the wrong order? Let me just double check. Is he this yellow guy? Yeah, he's the yellow guy. Okay. He's like a boxy yellow guy. He looks like one of the robots you would have in that Jackbox yeah. game where you rap. Kind of. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? He really does. He is a perfect fit for... Uh, oh, I always forget the name of it. It's fun. I just forget. Yeah. The rapping robots game from Jackbox that I have forgotten the name of. Uh... <laughs> but let's pop ahead to uh, issue seven. Uh, I do want to note there is like a... Madverse City. Yeah, that's it. Madverse City. Thanks. Yeah. This is when like the second run of like uh, backup story starts. Like there's a Streets of Rage comic, a Kid Chameleon comic. Uh, I think this is the end of the Shinobi comic. Uh, wow, this first page of the issue seven has a very strange lion man animal. Lion man looks oh. a lot different style than yeah. He looks, he looks like a you. <laughs> he looks, you know, he he does extremely look like something from a nineties UK cartoon. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Or like a Barbara... Hanna-Barbera character? Hanna-Barbera, that's... Thank yeah. you. I'm glad you got that from Barbara. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this story. Uh, there are fires growing on in the oil ocean zone. A, and this guy, Rad, needs like Sonic's help. Uh, Sonic, Sonic dies. As... <laughs> he almost dies and like he Rest saves himself Sonic. with like this oh yeah he like nearly get oh my god I'm looking at this again like he literally is knee deep in oil as like a robot shoots fire yeah and this him. 90s comic uh, guy just looks at Tails and said uh, I think he's dead <laughs> he just looks at Tails like your friend's gone buddy yeah. Su Supersonic has scary eyes. Yeah, but yeah, emerging from emerging from the flames like a phoenix is one of this comic's like most iconic lore aspects and probably like the one thing like most like casual Sonic fans know about it. It's Supersonic. Uh So like a thing in like about this Supersonic is they figure, since he's powered by Chaos Emeralds, 
he must have like chaotic energy. And that's what they do with him. He's like He's like he's like a twisted Sonic. Sonic a li- Joker style. Yeah. Getting a little bit twisted with it. What if he was he, green instead Joker-fication. of yellow? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Jokerfication. Oh, Joker Sonic. And his head Joke- head damaged on it. Yeah. He laid down in a pile of knives that he sorted. <laughs> there are various characters who embody various aspects of the fucking Joker, baby. But Jokerfication this, of Sonic. This By is the probably Son. the most Joker fied. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sorry, I'm still not over this full grown lion person man just next oh, to all these Sonic characters. Yeah. It's very good. This full grown adult man just right next to Tails. Right, because like the bunny doesn't look like it either. Yeah. The bunny looks like a Sonic character. This guy doesn't. It... <laughs> when, just... when you get older, you turn into a Hanna-Barbera character. This is it's what... like they didn't want to design a spacesuit for, like, an animal, so they just put a guy in a f- suit and then just slapped a lion head on top. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Sonic will look like in 30 years. Oh my god. This is what Sonic looks like now. It's his 30th birthday. It's been 30 years. <laughs> this is what Sonic Boom has been leading to. Oh my god. <laughs> this is why he's taller in Sonic Boom. No. I, you know, we've solved it. This will be him in the next game. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> so. Just a full-grown dude. Yeah. Uh, what if you could Super put a Sonic- fucked up guy anyway? <laughs> he is a fucked up guy. Uh, Supersonic is like, it, just like skimming this issue. Like, it's more like he's he is Jokerified. Like his motivations are just more extreme than before. But then, like, he calms down and like he's able to like chill out and everything's fine. Uh, oh yeah, he looks like he's gonna take them on as. Before yeah. he... Was he gonna fight Tails? Or the bunny? Oh, he was gonna fight the bunny. Yeah, like, he got the, got rid of the robot, but then he was gonna try to attack the bunny. It's like... But then, like, he calms down, and it's fine. This is... This is the thing about Sonic in this continuity, is that he can get a little twisted with it if he goes chaos mode. God, uh, me too. So, hopping on ahead to the first two-parter of this series, uh, issues, issue eight, yeah. The long and short of it is, like, Sonic takes, uh, some of Tails and some Flickies. Uh, these guys, like, these two Flickies will actually, eventually, like, by the next time we talk about this, this, uh, comic, we'll look different and be different they their names are johnny lightfoot and porker lewis (laughs) (laughs) uh right now they look 
Yeah. Parker Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Right now they just look like flickies, but like in a couple issues from now they're going to look more more a- traditionally anthro. And the and they, unlike Sonic and Tails, will wear clothing. Uh Parker Lewis can't lose. He can't. <laughs> Sonic goes, takes these four into, I guess, the special zone. And, like, from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And they meet up with this, like, big face monitor guy. Uh, let me see what his name is. Living Tribe. Uh, the, om- the Omnipotent Omni Viewer. Oh, he's just gonna go fight God. <laughs> he's just gonna have a fun chat with God. Yeah, Sonic. He's gonna ask God to... He's gonna ask God to show him the like promotional comic that tells like the origin of Sonic. He's gonna show uh, me a fucked up looking Eggman. Yeah, that's what Doctor Kintobor looked like before he turned into Eggman. He's not chubby enough. It's good. Th- good thing he's Eggman now, because I think I hate Doctor Kintobor. Damn, <laughs> I hate looking at this dude. His eyes are too small. His eyes are very small. Yeah. Like, he feels more soulless than Dr. Eggman does. I don't know why. I love that he run that Sonic runs so fast, his pines, like, fuse together and turn blue. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at this guy's design, and I'm thinking, he looks like... If, if the Dr. Kentivore part of the Sonic origin story... We're in the movie. This was what he would look like. It's Jim Carrey in a bald cap with a big mustache. Yeah. <laughs> this is the discount Jim Carrey. <laughs> but he has so much less charisma than Jim Carrey. That's the discount the part. <laughs> That's yeah. the discount yeah. part. That's why I don't trust this man. <laughs> uh. But yeah, he goes through like the whole like, you know, the Sonic Bible story. Sonic works with Dr. Kentibor. A lab accident happens. He becomes Robotnik and Sonic turns blue. Uh So at, once they're done watching this, uh they get attacked by Dr. Robotnik. Uh and that's the end of part 1. Uh so Moving on to the next issue where we can talk about part two. Uh, back to reality. Hope there goes gravity. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Robotnik attacks them, so the omnipotent Omni viewer teleports them as nearby as he can. As nearby back to where they started. Which, as it turns out, is like a couple months later. Like six months or something. Uh and they find out Dr. Robotnik took over uh, in those six months while they were gone. I love this weird Batnik green. Yeah. Alien man. This thing. <laughs> this guy looks. <laughs> it feels. He look. It looks like the Godzilla, like the 90s Godzilla movie. Godzilla. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I look at that and yeah. I feel like it came from like a bad CGI movie. 
but yeah, these guys, but like, not these guys specifically, but the next guys who show up later on are sort of the, they're basically the SWAT bots, the like, they the are goon the secret robots. <laughs> you know, they, I'm, they definitely went hard on the imagery for this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are a bunch of, like, Judge Dredd motherfuckers who... Cyborg motherfuckers who... I wonder if that's why they, they... look like that, because yeah. the Judge Dredd people worked on it. Yeah, Yeah, I there's a so. lot of I read 1984 uh, once in high school going on right here. <laughs> yeah. They, like, they, like, insult... They, like, bully around the, like, local populace of cartoon animals... Sort of in that sort of like '90s British way, where it's like, "Haha, we're we're fascists and we don't care about you." <laughs> uh, the way they, the way people write bad guys, it when you're in the UK in the late 20th century. But like Sonic fights them, he, I think he tries. I think he liberates the Green Hill Zone. Uh, and so- Robotnik knows he's back, so the fight is on. Or at least it would be on if there weren't uh, time for, well, yeah, the fight's on. Uh, the fight is on. Uh, so let's hop ahead to issue nine, I think. No, issue ten. Yep. I'm sorry. Issue t- is it a yeah. part? Is it a three parter? Because oh. issue ten also has these red fucks. No, no, I think it's just a two parter. Uh, like they establish what's going on, and gotcha. Then from there, it's that. Uh, so yeah, there's like a filler. There's so issue ten, uh, like the first proper story in this new world. Uh, it's like Sonic like breaking into the chemical plant zone to liberate the uh, animals enslaved there. Uh. He, during this, like, issue, he, like, goes in disguise as, like, a Yeah, penguin. I was waiting for this to be the yeah. coolest penguin I've ever met in my life. But no, it's just Yeah, Sonic. it's just the coolest hedgehog I've yeah. ever met in my life. Still not the penguin, though. I, I don't know if he ever... I know he adopts this ish, this guy's at least one other time in a filler issue. We're not talking about <laughs> that one, but I don't know... The, this might be like a regular disguise for him. I don't know. Uh, it's disgusting. Slime uh, man. Yeah. While Sonic is like rescuing all the, all the, all the fun cartoon animals, he runs into like this living goop person called the Lit- Mega Mac. Yeah, uh, he runs into the. He jumps into Mega- the tubby custard. I. No, yeah. that's exactly what it is. But like, yeah, with a face. it's if the tubby custard wanted yeah. revenge. The tubby yeah, custard is... got sucked up by that man. <laughs> tubby custard has had yeah. enough. He's he's like a scientist that like was working on this thing, and then he got merged into the chemicals and became just a living organism of goo. Uh, but, like, Sonic is able to, like, fight him off, and they escape. Uh, <laughs> what a... I fucking love the Mega Mac. 
This is some next level stuff. It's peak performance. This looks like it was really fun to draw, too. Yeah. He looks like he's... This is, like, peak performance. Like, the ideal body is this. This is the ideal human form. You may not like it, but this is it. (laughs) This is my 2021 body goals right here. Just a giant organism of goo. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And the last thing I just wanted to quickly mention is, like, there's another filler issue... Uh, this time, the evil Sonic is, like, coming out of, like, the one-up monitors. I, I don't know. I, I'm, like, trying to, like, figure out what happened here. I guess he's just one of Sonic's extra lives. Yeah. Uh, Sonic life. Yeah. Yeah, Sonic fights him and wins. What if every Uh, time, um... Mario gained lives. He had to fight other Marios to steal their mushroom lives. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. just the, like if soul. When me- Mario died, and <laughs> yeah. What? yeah. I was gonna say just the soul mechanic from uh, uh, Hollow Knight. Oh, it's yeah. literally Bloodborne and Hollow Knight, isn't it? Yeah, where Whatever. you just have to fight for your life back. <laughs> It's literally Hollow Knight. Literally, I've played this game so much. <laughs> You're literally fighting your shade. <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay. Yeah. That would be amazing, actually, yeah. If you go to play Mario uh, and you get a one-up and just another Mario starts fighting you. Or what if um Sonic has to outrun their shade, and st- like, outrun his shade instead? Ooh. Yeah. Win a That's some. That's some Sonic.exe part two stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, some other things. I think that's like all the important stuff. Um. Oh. Uh. While we were talking about this, they started. Uh, a new Echo comic and a new Golden Axe comic. Uh, the Echo and the Dolphin comic, I just want to quickly mention, is like, it's got like this real high concept artsy stuff going on. Like, this first issue looks relatively normal, but like, as it goes on, it gets like, it gets like real abstract and cool with the imagery. It's, it's neat and I respect it. Uh, Oh, yeah, and also the Decap Attack comic is going, which is sort of like the fun yeah. comedy British thing where it's got a much more cartoony art style. It's There's, like, a joke in one of these where, like, we're, like, we find out, like, his three health hearts are literally, like, three beating hearts in his body. Uh, and when he... <laughs> <laughs> Does it do the cartoon thing where it like bump 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 bump, but it's all three of them? <laughs> but yeah, that's the uh, basis of Sonic UK for now. Uh, you know, I sent out for asks a month ago, and I don't remember if anyone ever responded. Let me just check. Oh, yeah, looks like got there's some in questions. the Discord at least. Yeah, in the Discord.
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, these are all from December 9th. This episode is being recorded on January 7th. In retrospect, I maybe should have just, like, checked, like, hey, we finally are getting around to this. We should have... Maybe I should have, like, seen if anyone wanted to answer a question, but I think it'll be fine for now. It'll be fine. If Uh, they have questions, they can ask them for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, friend of the show, Jasmine Marsh, Sidmon asks, Uh, have you ever convinced yourself you invented something, but later found out it already existed? I feel like this has happened before, but I can't think of something specific. Like, yeah, I think I'm going to come up with like a cool video game idea. And then I'm like, oh, that exists already. Uh, You know, I feel like the closest I can come to that is like, I'm sure at some point in my uh, underclassmen years of high school, I wrote up a TV tropes page. For a trope that already existed. I feel like that's had to have happened at some point. I'm pretty sure there was one time where I was just doing random writing and I for a creative writing club that was at my school. And I shared it with them and someone looked me dead in the eye and said I just invented Supernatural. And I think that was the most (laughs) painful moment of my entire life. Oh, Oh my god. Also, I realized I said that, and then I'm like, wait, that just happened in this podcast. I literally <laughs> thought I was coming up with something with Mario, and you were like, oh, that's Hollow Knight. <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> oh my god. So I guess this just happens so often that I just don't even, it doesn't even phase me anymore. Sometimes yeah. it'd be like uh... that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh... Next question from Jasmine. If you had to stop a time loop from happening, how would you break it? Uh. Uh. I guess. I don't know. I, uh. Uh, time shit's I guess hard. May- I mean, maybe we could interpret this as like, if what would like the ideal thing in like a time loop scenario where the one thing you gotta do to break it, what would you want? To okay. Do? I think that's what it's... Maybe hmm. something like that. I want it to be something, like, goofy. Like, oh, I should have picked the chocolate ice cream instead. You know, like, something, like, uh, very simple. Just so I could solve it quickly. Because I don't want it to be, like, a whole movie-ass, Groundhog Day-ass worth of shit happening. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to have I don't want to have to come to like an emotional epiphany and find something about myself. I just want to be like, can I just go left instead? Right. I mean, left. <laughs> I have to complete uh, I have to complete every route in a relatively short visual novel. Like do a route every day. <laughs> do a route every loop, I, I mean. I have to actually play through all of Higarashi in one day. It never happens. Yeah, I need to play that too. It's just so long. Um, exactly. That's why you never break out of the loop. Or like, what if it has to be like, oh, you have to beat... Um, I've been playing a lot of Hades lately, so like, what if you have to beat it without <laughs> using a single death defiance, and then you can fucking break the loop? And I, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm just fucking stuck here. It's fine. I'm not good at video <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. 
you have to put on every heat, then go through it without using a single death defiance. And I'm just like, oh, I guess I'm playing this for the rest of my life then. That's fine. Or another read I'm, <laughs> I'm, I've got is like, since we're going with like the roguelike thing, maybe just like eventually, like if I complete a run, like I start out, I complete a run, but every time, like every like th- incremental thing that would like make me better is like erased. Uh, Ooh. Something like that. Oof. Yeah. Like, I, I lose all my darkness bo- bonuses. Uh, yeah. But I have to get a victory by the end of one of the loops. Uh, so... And then you die in. Uh, <laughs> let's see. James the Cat Girl asks, Should the next Sonic game be called Sonic Reach and are you ready for it? Um, Reaching for it. Yeah. Uh, would Sonic have I'm, a gun? It's more of a Shadow's thing. I'm, yeah, I'm just I was about to say that. Was, I was about yeah. to say that's just I Shadow know, the Hedgehog. Yeah, I remember she was like playing, hey, playing through like the Halo Master Chief Collection around this time. Gotcha, gotcha. Ah, uh, you know what? Maybe Sonic yeah. should be Halo. Want, maybe Sonic should s- be Master Chief. Maybe, maybe Sonic, Sonic should, should fight. Maybe Sonic should fight the weird ape. Oh, Sonic uh, the weird ape. Sonic Master Chief. I, there's gotta be loads of fanfic of Sonic. Well, there's. Master I mean, Chief. we know there's like Master Chief Harry Potter. So yeah, at least these are two <laughs> video games. Yeah. Hang on, I've got to look up the words Sonic Master Chief on Google. And- <laughs> Whatever the most entertaining result is, I will make this episode's, like, album art. Fuck yeah. Um, do you want me to read the next question while you do that? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, from Flutterdark in the Discord, what's the best time travel model you have seen? Hmm. Uh. I feel like it depends because, like, I feel like the, 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 the media really like the the medium that it's used in really like matters for it like also yeah. the only time travel i can think of right now are um fucking donnie darko and homestuck which okay i don't even know if those are the, i wouldn't say those are the best i think donnie darko's is fucking weird and I didn't get it when I watched the movie. I had to, like, read it afterwards. And then, I mean, I don't know enough about Homestuck, but I know it's a lot. <laughs> I know there's a lot going on with that type of travel stuff. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll just say the DeLorean. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice the and time simple. train from the third movie. Uh, all or, time um, travel I... things got erased from my mind the moment that question was asked. Uh, Shit. truly, I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the time travel in the third Harry Potter book only because I like the reading on Shrieking Shack is that you can only use it to do things that are completely useless and inconsequential, and I like the idea of just having time travel powers, but all you can do is like go to the store and buy eggs before the store closes or something. <laughs> Yeah. I do like that. I wish that had kept up, you know? 
Yeah, well, I wish J.K. Rowling wasn't a turf, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, um... I wish you... So, I forgot I watched this, because I didn't watch any of the other ones, but I watched um, a movie with Keanu Reeves. Oh, Bill and Ted. I, I never watched the uh... other two, but I saw the third one, and they just used, like, a, a booth, like a telephone yeah, a booth. booth. And I just remember liking that movie because their like yeah. daughters are extremely gay. <laughs> Bill and yeah. Ted is good. All right, let's roll for this week or uh, next week. Oh my God, we got another one. Uh. Uh. That means uh, game time, next- baby. Yeah, next time we're talking about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Nice. Uh, Sonic 2. 2. 2. Oh, boy. That'll be fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... Let's uh, take it to the close. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.ee slash Mike underscore, or Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. Uh, From there, you can visit my Twitter. You can listen to the other podcasts I'm on, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, I'm not on the latest episode by the time you hear this, but that one has a friend of the show, Roy. Uh, he'll be talking about GX, uh, F, GX is really good, uh, G- watch it if you can, it's, like, free online. Yeah, oh, I've gotta say, GX has been, like, a light in these dark, dark times. It is just yeah. so much fun. You can listen to Stranger's Fiction, an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. Uh, a re- the most recent episode I was in, we played Stew Pot, and we made like a, we made like in, uh, a, a sort of like Paradise Island, uh, in a cave, in a cave city in, in like, modern fantasy Colorado. Uh, let's see, you can... You can listen to Disney Minus, which, like I said, I decided to leave. It's I was just getting tired of being on it. But uh, the last episode I'm on, which will be up by the time you listen to this, is uh, on Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It's it's a movie. It's a, it's a movie about talking dogs and Mexico and uh it's not very good. I don't think. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, happy AGDQ Xbox. Uh, yeah. More. Where can we find you? You can find me at haunting the morgue on Twitter. That's haunting the M O R G. Um, it's also my Tumblr, but 
I hardly use that. And um, you can also find me on my Hunter, X Hunter podcast called Departure Lounge. Um, it's been longer than it's been for this podcast that is that that anything's been posted but it's still good and you should listen and i'm gonna definitely put one out before this fucking month is up i promise (laughs) um it's good it's fun it's my first time through it um and my my co-pilots are awesome and yeah um that's it really for now at least Devin. Um, you can find my Twitter at Grooving Gasly. Uh, you can also find my Hunter Hunter podcast at Gone Will Hunting at Twitter. Um, we just got into the third season, and that's going to be the one where we all just start screaming because it's very good. So give that a listen <laughs> if you want to hear us just yell. Uh, Tropica got some new bling and it looks amazing. But yeah. And you can find us on Twitter at at ShuffleSonic. And you can, from there, you can find our Discord, uh, which is, uh, yeah, it's linked there. You can talk about Sonic with us, uh, we I'll be honest, we're not a very active Discord server. Uh uh sometimes things get posted, but not always. Uh but but you can you can ask questions from on there at any time on our uh channel the Ask Zone. Uh so like if you ever want to send in a question to the podcast, you can go there. Alright. And as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend. He is the only blue life that matters. The only one. Good night. Good night. Good night.